0: Before we hop into the show, I want to let you know that you can grab your copy of my book, The New Wealth, Magnetize Abundance, Hold Your Wealth, and Leave a Legacy. It's available on Kindle, and you can get physical copies on Amazon as well. If you want to grab yourself a signed copy, head on over to kerrynorley.com forward slash newwealthbook. This book is here on this planet at this time to help you move into a new era of money, wealth, and finances. It is way more than just information. It's an activation into infinite bliss, love, joy, abundance, and peace. If you implement what I talk about in this book, your life is sure to change and become more abundant. Someone recently left a review on Amazon saying, the day that he read the book, he made $10,000. Celebrating that, Woo I have actually had multiple people tell me that their finances have increased as a direct result of reading this book. So just do yourself a favor and go grab your copy of the book and actually read it so that you can discover how to magnetize abundance, hold on to the money that you receive and grow your wealth and leave a legacy financially or otherwise. Then please let me know what happens for you as a result. I always love hearing the wins from my readers and listeners. Go grab your copy today and remember to share on social media so that we can get the word out to even more people. And now on to the show. On this episode of the podcast, I have Elise Sam on the show with me. This woman absolutely blows my mind in her experience in the crypto space, and it's an absolute honor to have her on the show with me. It's a deep dive into stable coins and NFTs. Elise has been at the forefront of this industry, writing a book on stable coins four years ago. If you want to hear what stable coins are, listen in. And if you have been hearing the buzz about NFTs in the crypto space, you're gonna wanna hear the show and you're gonna wanna have a pen and paper ready. Because your mind will be blown. So, welcome to today's episode and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Wealth Alchemist podcast. My name is Carrie Norley, and I am so very honored, excited, and grateful to finally be having this conversation with my beautiful friend, Elise Sam. She. And I met at iHollywood Film Festival in June this year, where she had had created the first NFTs for iHollywood Film Festival. And so uh, we hit it off because I think both of us felt, I'm going to say a little bit like we were not normally in Hollywood type people. <laughs> and we hit it off talking about crypto and have become fast friends. And she is a... Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful soul doing such amazing work in this world. I'm going to tell you a little bit about her from her professional bio, not just how I know her. Um, She actually started out in her career as a nurse and she has been working with communities, assisting underdogs. She is currently a co-founder of Give Nation, a children's financial literacy and AI blockchain project that rewards altruism. Sam is also passionate about her director role at several blockchain companies including Constellation, Lattice Exchange, Newlife.ai and Pack Global. She's a stakeholder and former director at the World Ethical Data Forum. She has charitable contributions including sitting as a social impact advisor for blockchain nonprofits, Blockchance.eu, Women in Blockchain Foundation and the Liberland Foundation Aid, a country based on the uh, yeah, a country based on the blockchain. And she also mentors women and children coming into STEM through her nonprofits. In her free time, cause she has oh so much of it. Uh, she writes 15 for 15 plus tech magazines. And she wrote the first book. This is amazing. This book on stable coins. It is called stable coin in 2017 at the forefront of this industry. Uh, she has the unbiased text takes complex practices and simplifies compa- uh, concepts for most audiences. I've just been reading through this book. It truly is true. Like it is amazing book. Uh, in February, the 2020 complete 2020 guide to stable coins sat as the number one new release in business and money on Amazon. Uh, her second book stable coin economy. That's the one that I read, uh, as a university text released. I think that's the one I read. It's not the one I read. I think so. Is that the one on Kindle? Yeah. Uh released May 14th, 2020. Sam's stablecoin research was published by uh Ta- Don Tapscott, the Blockchain Research Institute in January 2021. And the Bad Crypto Podcast developed a blockchain hero NFT inspired by her work, Ms. Stability. Sam is working on several globally impactful projects incorporating her knowledge in blockchain, AI, and NFTs. With her incredible team, cutting-edge technology, and Servant's Heart, she plans to assist in the establishment of middle working class in Haiti using technology and a jobs program with the Waters Mark Foundation. When I tell you people, like, grab a pen and a notebook. Get like, pause this if you're listening right now, because you're going to want to take notes. You've just heard, like, what an epic woman this is. And I want to also add, before you even say a word, Sam, like, (laughs) that not only is she an incredible woman in the world of blockchain and uh, the crypto world, uh, also, she is an incredible advocate for a... Pregnancy issue called hypermesis gravid.
1: Is that gravidium? Is that how I say it? Um, I you know I don't think anybody knows, but uh, I say hypermesis gravidium. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: and so I just say this because Sam has recently had uh, has had her many of her own issues going through some body related things and birthing her children. And so this, this condition with pregnancy, um, ultimately kind of like eats at your body. And I've, I've heard, I know multiple people who have had this, uh, condition, which is horrendous as a pregnancy. And so I really like, she's been doing this, and doing this work through really really trying times in her own health she has two well she has multiple beautiful children but she has two babies right now um that she's had to birth through this condition while she's been doing all of this incredible work in the world and so when i tell you we have an amazing woman here to speak with we really have an amazing woman so please go grab your pens your pencils we are going to dive deep into um stable coins crypto and nfts we have not had a conversation about nfts on this podcast yet and if you do not know what that means you're going to know all about it by the end of the show so just grab in grab a cup of tea and and join us so welcome to the show sam
1: man that was like the most fantastic warmest welcome ever like i don't know if i should walk through the door or just grab my suitcase and stay forever (laughs) Thank you Uh, from the bottom of my heart. You're always so, so, so nice. I love you. You're welcome. I just think you're such an amazing woman.
0: And it's actually so interesting because one of the conversations I actually want to bring to the table is actually talking about being a woman in this space because- Uh, I know you and I could have a whole conversation just about this. It's not been like, it's such a small, we're such a small little contingency, women in in the blockchain space. So I just, I just adore you. I think you're amazing. Um, So we'll talk about that. But first I want to ask you, like, how did you even get into all of this? Like,
1: how did you (laughs) start? That's a great story. (laughs) So (laughs) I, uh, I got into it by accident, to be honest with you. I was uh, stopped at a red light and I was plowed by a semi truck. No, just that was it. It ended my career as a nurse. I sustained seven spinal injuries in my back. My neck is fused together. Um, This is a metal plate, this clavicle, and I have um, shattered bones throughout my body. And so I quickly became disabled. And you talked about the hyperemesis scarab Well, I have an autoimmune disease. And so like from my spinal injury, my lupus and rheumatoid flared up and my husband and I got pregnant and and connected to that autoimmune disease came hyperemesis gerbidaeum so i literally just got wiped out completely and uh, i reached out though to industry leaders because i was an early investor in bitcoin and i was like man i know that this is the future um chemistry I was uh, working uh, and just learning as much as I can. And I was trained actually by Dimitri Buterin. So um, Vitalik Buterin's father of Ethereum. So that's my story. Mm, Fantastic.
0: Okay. So then drop in a little bit. Like what's it been like, you know, being probably, especially because you've gotten so deep into this so early on. And I say early on, you guys, we've talked about, I think in her thing, it said 2017 is when her first, she's really, first started working into this, which let's be honest, you guys, four years later, like this has been, I mean, Bitcoin's been longer than that, but it's really been this last four or five years that this industry has taken a huge uh, growth. And really in this last, what, two to three years that we've even started to see stable coins and, uh, and the decentralized finance aspect show up. So like, when I say that, like she's really been part of the forefront of this. So in that, like, what's it been like to be a woman in the industry for you?
1: Man, it's been crazy. Like, I bought my first Bitcoin back in 2014. And then I went all in 100% in full time the very next year, a few months later in March of uh, 15. And I've been in it. Full time sense. Um, and, you know, back then there was literally virtually nobody in it. They were like, you know, it was very easy to get to the top because there there were no women. Um, I rolled around with Jen Grayson, a very good friend of mine still to this day, um, Maya Middlemas. And um, I mean, there was just um, Crypto Gen was in back then. And, you know, there just there wasn't very many women, but we bound together. Um, and we taught each other. And then a lot of women that were well-connected, they just, they just rose very quickly. Leah Thompson, you know, Girl Gone Crypto has done so great in the space. And, you know, Caitlin Long, you know, um, Brittany Kaiser, and I like threw a party together, I think it was four or five years ago. And, you know, and then she did all the stuff with Cambridge Analytica. And, you know, I went on to stable coins and it's just, it's crazy to see because everybody um in the industry does something very different. And then the women, especially, it seems are very multifaceted and are um very differently involved. And so we cling to each other, and it seems like we learn so much from each other and then feed off of that intense, positive, insane, encouraging energy. It's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, I find that a lot, especially in the women, because. We are so few, we are so
0: <laughs> you yeah. know, few leaders in the industry. And I and I say that with the hope that anyone who's listening and is a woman, if you are feeling the cold to being in this industry, like we need you. <laughs> it's like, come, come play with us. Um, but I'm so glad that it's been such a beautiful experience for you. And I also find as well that a lot of the guys tend to like, you know, show up and and be a really loving kind group of people to be with. And I think it really evolves from the fact that so many of us really just want to see doesn't matter which sex we are. so many of us just want to see this get to the world and uh, really make the changes. So it's like the community in and of itself is such a such a tight, beautiful community to really support each other to like take this because we all together we rise, right? That's the whole point of this. It's like a whole peer-to-peer thing so together we rise. Um, okay, so, let's drop in to the power of stable coins. She's written two, like, I don't know, so many things about stable coins. Um, now we've had, I've had, I think just really specifically, my first conversation it was one of the first three, it's, it's, it's uh, episode three, my conversation, with my mentor, Roscoe, Pot- Roscoe Patterson um, was about DeFi. And I don't think we actually talked much about stable coins in there. So This will be one of the first times we drop into this conversation. So can you please explain like what exactly are stable coins and like, why are they so important in the development of crypto?
1: Well, I mean, that last part of that question um, is up for interpretation because old crypto OGs will tell you that they are not necessary for cryptocurrency and it goes totally against the belief systems. Um, what I've always said about stable coins, I guess I'll define them first. So, a stable coin is a digital currency that's backed by a tangible item or asset, typically. You'll typically see um, fiat backed, um, stable coins. And those are the biggest. So Tether is actually the most traded cryptocurrency that there is. Um, and it is, um, it's a stable coin. It's back to USD. So I, in my book, um, because this you'll like this story, actually not the story of the book, but how the book came to be. It's a woman powering book, believe it or not, even though there's a dude on it. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I wrote on stable coins almost six years ago there were no articles in it and i wrote a christmas special and i categorized Five categories of so stable coins, um, because people were uh, launching these white papers and they were trying to figure out, you know, where this technology was going to go. And there was just no literature on it, none. So they asked me, a popular cryptocurrency magazine a- at that time, asked me to write an article on it. And I wrote this awesome article, right? But I'm, I'm a real robust writer. So this article, like, you know, that should be four pages is like 32 pages long because we needed to know it all. We needed to know everything. This is a new technology and people are throwing their money in there and they needed to know the whole unbiased truth. So I wanted to bring that to them. Well, this beautiful copy was produced and they put a naughty nurse on there, on the cover of it and was going to ship that shit out. Can you say shit on here? They're going to ship that out. Thank you. And, And so they did. And we, the Women in Blockchain Act Actually, We're in an uprise. And so we made them take it down. They paid me $200 for this massive article. I returned the crypto back and it was like, and that was my book. And from that book came the five categories to stable coins, the first time it was ever noted. And I, I labeled them fiat backed. And then we've got crypto backed. And then we've got gold back. I've expanded that now terminology to commodity back because we have gold, silver, diamonds, oil, We have wheat backed stable coins. Anything that you could transfer on um, a supply chain could technically be in a stable coin. And you would (laughs) want to use that in some senses like gold backed stable coins, because if you were buying massive amounts of gold, um, why do you need to bring that to your home? You know, wouldn't you want that in a vault? A stable coin can um, have you own that gold, but keep it in the vault so you're, not destroying the planet and transferring that and doing the oil and spending that money also to transfer it because, you know, you just pay gas fees back and forth. And then we have what's termed an algorithmic stable coin, which is backed by a marketplace or data or some crazy digital stuff that we're still experimenting with. There's only about three case studies right now that have successful algorithmic stable tokens, but a lot of people strongly feel that that's the future. That's a really deep um, study there. And so anybody can reach out to me and nerd out there if they would like. Um, and then the last category um, I summarized would be the high. And a lot of times you will see like a crypto back um, stable coin and a hybrid back with a fiat and why you would do that or a commodity back and why you would hybrid those is because you know that bitcoin and ethereum and ada and all these cryptocurrencies can be volatile but if you basket them together so if you have like three to five cryptocurrencies or even up to 15 some of them had um you could do a hybrid currency and you can put usd behind it and then you can also put gold and silver and then you could sell the multitude as one stable coin and what that would do is it would eliminate risk factors um, in having multiple different assets, but only owning one asset. If that makes sense. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, so, what's an example? I'm curious. What's an
0: example that you would say is like a gold-backed uh, stablecoin?
1: Well, I have a really great ag- example in my book from a friend of mine, actually, Anthem. Um, it was one of the gold, the first gold-backed stablecoin, and that was Anthem Gold um and you can go to um i believe it's anthemgold.com or .io you'd have to double check it's been so it's been a while since i've um written this book and i apologize anthem i love you um, but that that's actually one of the the projects that i speak on quite a bit because i think it's a really great um case use for stable coins because he has a vault in in texas and that vault keeps cameras on all of the gold mm-hmm. and if um if i buy you know this full back stable coin then i'm purchasing the gold and then i have the digital representation and the smart contract that guarantees me that gold Well, what's really cool about this project is like they keep cameras on it. And so if the gold is cut or transferred or anything, the cameras stay on it. So not only do you have the security of the smart contracts block um, backing that on the blockchain with the digital ledgers, but they're also implementing actual video on this so that you have that assurance and you know, like who is handling your stuff, you know, and that's really important. And I think we're going to see that more and more in supply chain in stores as we move forward because think about it like where's your food right i want to know like i would buy a wheat back stable coin if it processed and made my bread because I could verify that it was organic and it was grown, you know, in a certain place. And I believe in that same as that business. And I don't have to, you know, use other wheat that's like doesn't have the same belief system that I have or that are, you know, doing things that are possibly unethical. I don't know. There's a lot of reasons why you would want that in supply chain Mm. and stable coins. So interesting. So basically if you're doing something with a gold, like a gold backed one, you're
0: basically just owning the gold, but not having to hold the gold.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, in in some case uses, you know, um, there's many different projects. And that one, yes, you would own the digital representation. So uh, your audience understands Bitcoin because they're very advanced there. So like, um, you know, people will say, you know, but Bitcoin isn't money, right? It doesn't have any real world asset to it. Well, what they don't understand is fiat doesn't have any real world asset to it. You know, it's not been backed by gold since the 70s. Right, right. When the gold standard went out. And so if they can think of Bitcoin as not having a utility, which, you know, that's debatable, I guess. And so um, you can think of a stable coin is actually being backed by a real world or tangible asset, and, um, so gold, you know, would be in that case use. And like I said, depending on what's in that smart contract and what that project is, um, some of them, you know, they, they will keep the gold there or, you know, it's shipped somewhere else. It, it just depends on the actual project. So when you do invest in stable coins, really make sure that you're reading, you know, into it and see what you're investing in, because you want to make sure something that you really need to know when you're looking at stable coins is the liquidity, you know, like what and what it's backed by. Like, what is it there and then what's the assurance that if you pull a hundred percent out that it's going to be there because that's also a concern you know so there's been multiple projects that haven't had that assurance there and you know I'm a big Karen when it comes to that because that hurts my industry that hurts my blockchain world you know Bitcoin saved my life so don't screw with my blockchains you know don't put anything nasty on there be honest people you know and stable coins are supposed to bring that legitimacy to the blockchain world. And that's why I've always said that stablecoins are a gateway to a better economy and to a decentralized utopia and economy, hopefully. Mm. (laughs) Okay. I want to move into that, but
0: first I want to ask another question about the other things about stablecoins. So then you mentioned that there was ones that are using a hybrid. So what would an example of a hybrid stablecoin be?
1: Um kind of like I mentioned how you would tie cryptocurrency to a fiat to a gold.
0: Right right. So like what would I look for right now? Like if I'm going to go go okay, I want a hybrid stablecoin. What would it
1: Oh man. Um I I couldn't tell any off the top of my head. I could flip through here my book and tell Did you your book still, Okay.
0: Okay, cool. We're going to look. Cuz I skimmed through the whole book, I missed that part. We're going to go look at the book. Everybody
1: go look. Everybody just get stablecoin
0: economy. I'm telling you. It's like, I th- I honestly, I was hey. reading through it this weekend and I was like, this is like a Bible. If anyone is new into the crypto space and especially stable coins, but even the crypto space, like just go get the book just do Your it. Your
1: audience can have it for free. I will mail them a di- like they can have a digital copy because they're sweet and you know, it's a really robust subject and people are really scared to dive in. And my book is supposed to be for, you know, pretty like I would say like a beginner college to mediator college level. Um but it's some of it's pretty technical and it's hard to digest, you know, like it, and I'm a liar if I say that it's not because it's definitely not for a five-year-old you know i know that i look like a blonde Bembo barbie but the text the writing's a little hard in some spots so you know um i would love to give your your audience a copy of it and then um this december um me and joyce chow actually ah. like that me and joyce actually will be doing an nft book together ah. and that. That is going to be a lot more simpler to understand. And it's only because stable coins are just really complicated. You know, you've got mm. the tech and then you have to understand finance. And, contracts and Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of stuff. And so, you know, it, it's um I got into stable coins because, like I said, I felt like it was a gateway Um, I felt like I had to understand it and know it. And I felt like there's a lot of great case uses, but the opposite of stable coins are actually non-fungible tokens. And that's what's really hot right now and what everybody's talking about. And people can very easily understand that. Like they just, nobody really understands fiat. And so if you can't understand fiat, it's hard to understand stable coins too. (laughs) Totally. Okay, so before we get to NFT, dive into, cause you were
0: like, I was on the verge of diving into, but you actually described stable coins first, which is amazing. That's what we wanted, but why is it so important? So as you said, like some people will say that the volatility market is amazing and, you know, Bitcoin and the Bitcoin enthusiasts are like, just buy Bitcoin, babe. you know, like <laughs> you and I are not those people. Um, so why stable coins are so important into this economy right now and what, what, what they'll bring for the future?
1: Well, you know, stable coins are really great on-ramp and off-ramp. So um, I talk about in my book, you can do a stop-loss protocol um, with stable coins in order to protect your assets. So what that means is like Bitcoin is, like you said, extremely volatile at times. Like I remember walking into a coffee shop one time and like it tanked 40%. And I was like, I know why people jumped out of their buildings during the Great Depression because I think my heart just did that. It came out my butt, you know. And so, and I think that you know during um, Mastercoin time, which was the first actual stable coin, which is now Omni, um, that I think they started to develop that uh, in order for there to be less volatility, but also to back some real world assets. Um, They, Bitcoin wanted to be taken seriously. Um, And a way to do that was to back it to fiat. And I mean, in a loose way, if you can think of the USDC dollar, the digital dollar, you know, they're trying to produce a stable coin over there. And that's why stable coins have been more notable in the news. Um, Stable coins lately have been getting a little bit scary to be honest with you. And when non-fungible tokens started to take a big um, increase a couple of years ago, I jumped on And the reason why was because of a lot of things in the news on stable coins, you know, Tether recently has been in a lot of trouble and it seems like, you know, there's just so much to overcome there. It seemed like stable coins were. Um, at the beginning, a gateway um, to decentralization. And then it seemed like the SEC just got really interested in stopping some of that. (laughs) And, you know, so technologists from all over the world, you know, they, they see that and they've derived other solutions uh, as well. There's still a a lot of great stable coins, but um, when you're looking into stable coins, I say, read, 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 and read. Um, Because, you know, when you're backing a lot of these, things to real world assets especially when fiat itself is volatile and nobody wants to talk about that they want to talk about bitcoin being volatile all the time but i mean it started at zero and now we're at 60 what 61 or something today yeah. yeah, I mean it's super high, but guess what? Fiat started, and the inflation has gone up so much that I mean, literally, we're trying to figure out how to pay kids, like what minimum wage should be. And it was more minimum wage is more than I made as a nurse when I first started as a nurse almost 15 years ago. Like that's insane. Like there's a big problem in society. Like if if we're paying a minimum wage at like $25 an hour because milk is $100 a gallon. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, totally. I know, but it's, it's a serious issue. And like a lot of people in DeFi will, I got a lot of bad rap when I did all the education on stable coins. Cause they're like, I thought you were one of us. And, you know, I'm like, there's algorithmic stable coins and there's crypto backed stable coins and, you know, gold backed and really good stuff. But, you know, they they think that it takes away from the magical of what we're trying to solve in a lot of ways. And that's what I've always said. It's a gateway to help us get where we need to be. You guys learn them. You use Stablecoins to teach people what a cryptocurrency is. Um, Nobody was very familiar with using a debit card or a credit card. They wanted to still write checks. You know, like that was okay with them. And then we finally got it to where they were swiping, you know, and now the next phase in money is we get it to where we're owning our own banks. You know, we own our own wallets. We're all financially responsible for what we trade and hold, and we'll use digital assets to interact with each other, hopefully have some privacy, you know, (laughs) Which by the way, is what makes it decentralized people,
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> having our own money. It's like having your own wallets, hold your, hold your keys and hold <clears throat> your money you know, and that's where we start to get into this decentralized aspect and what makes us be able to be, you know, the decentralized finance aspect of the crypto space is what means that we get to be our own banks because now we get to have borrowing and lending, which is the really cool part about DeFi and utilizes stable coins. So there is definitely some like interesting pieces to what you're saying. Like there's some contradictions in it all, isn't it? (laughs) But you know, it's like a, it's like a, such an, an economy that's new. Go ahead.
1: Oh, yeah, there's a lot of contradictions in stable coins, um, especially from the DeFi community, because like, like we said, you know, and it said like it's it's like cryptocurrency was aimed for decentralization and stable coins take that away, you know, so. Uh, We don't want to go through um, intermediaries. You know, we want to avoid the banks. Like DeFi people believe for the most part, um, you know, believe that we're big kids and we can handle our own money. Like, you know, we don't need somebody telling us what to do with it or holding it for us. And when they're supposed to be holding it, giving it to other people, because, you know, I had um, I was trying to take out this was uh, probably about five or six years ago. I was trying to take out like ten thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars in fiat from Bank of America. This was at Bank of America in Wichita, Kansas. (laughs) That's not a lot of money at all, you know, and they told me that they had to order the cash. This was before the pandemic. Why did they not have, you know, 15,000 in cash? What That's insane to me. It's Bank of America. That's one of the top three banks in the United States. And I'm in Wichita. It's a small town, but it's still over 500,000 people. Like, why did they have to order 10 to $20,000 cash? It's because they took my money, and they were lending it out to other people. And I asked for it, and I had to wait for my money. Like, that's when I got smart. And I said, I have to be responsible. Uh, I can't let anybody else hold my money you know and that's why i think a lot of people in the DeFi community have a hard time interacting with stable coins because you're still dealing with those people that we didn't want to deal with when we started cryptocurrency you know
0: okay so nfts talk to us now this is it's not been introduced here so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to like Uh, Give the overview. I know, right? We haven't talked about NFTs here. Just a quick break from the show to let you in on a new, exciting, and free training for you. You have been asking, and so I am delivering. I am going to be running a free five-day intro to crypto live experience. Do you want to know how to get your first coins in crypto? Has the thought of educating yourself to learn the tech to do this been a stopping point for you? If so, I'm doing a free five-day Intro to Crypto live training that will show you how to buy your first coins. It's time to stop making excuses. I want to make this as easy as possible for you. Hey, I'm not a tech person and I can do this. And if I can do this, so can you. Not only that, but I'm teaching my 8 and 12 year old how to do this. So if I can teach them, then I can definitely show you. If this intrigues you, come and join me for free at www.carrynorley.com forward slash crypto intro. Again, that's carrynorleycom forward slash crypto I look forward to seeing you there and celebrating you as you take your first steps into the wonderful world of crypto. And now back to the show. So give the overview. Is this And this is definitely where her new thing is. And um, in the end of this, you guys hang tight because um, she has an amazing, amazing, amazing project that is currently launching. And so we're going to hear a little bit about that too with the NFTs. Um, go ahead, talk to us about if And if you guys are like, if you've never heard of NFTs, you're not alone. Like there are many people who haven't. But if you're in the crypto space, like this is the, like pretty much the rage at the moment is NFTs. And it's definitely the wild, wild west of crypto at the moment
1: (laughs) so talk to us about what they are and go just go (laughs) let's play a game okay all right uh what this is called what is an nft your mom version okay do you have a phone yes Do you have games on your phone? Yes. Do you have assets like coins, cows, swords, anything that you use to advance in those games on your phone? I'm sure my kids do. Yes, (laughs) they do. And they probably spend your money to get them. Those are non-fungible tokens. Those are digital assets that have value. But you know what? If you are playing Minecraft, and I'm playing Fortnite and I want to trade my Minecraft sword for your pig. And is that going to work? Probably not. But why NFTs are really cool right now is because the blockchain technology will allow those technologies to interact in the future. But that's not everything that NFTs are. You've probably heard of people selling NFTs for $69.5 million. And then crazy. Free. Yeah, it's crazy. Why, though? Why, you know, and there's, there's a lot of reasons why it's actually not very crazy because people actually took that $69 million. That was 5,000 days of work into one digitalized portrait. And there was, so one before of those- you say
0: that, hold on, before you go there, for those of you who have no idea what it is, NFT non-fungible token is also like, so a lot of people are there, you know, the list of what you can do with it from what I understand now is about a mile long um but you can create art and sell it as an nft you can create tickets for events and sell them as nfts i mean sam's just done the i hollywood film festival as the awards as nfts uh i've heard you know like uh uh sports athletes right and they're like selling off like a video of like the you know amazing slam dunks or whatever it is as an nft um, courses I've just you know, Gary V now has one that's like you can come in and be a part of the community through an NFT. Um,
1: what audio else? books, I mean, yes. I- They could be books, music, media, it can be identity, memes, it can be online collectibles, virtual collectibles, physical collectibles, it can be um, property, it can be your car, anything that is a non-fungible asset. To understand NFTs, you have to know the difference between fungibility and non-fungibility, whereas Bitcoin is fungible and fiat is fungible, meaning one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin and one dollar equals one dollar you know they're interchangeable right you can have five ones and one one but it's still five dollars right well but if i take this book and i write to carrie i love you um sign sam that makes this now a fungible book but with a non-fungible unique interlay on it right Well, the reason that non-fungible tokens are important to non-fungible assets is because it's built, the tokens are built on the blockchain. So the smart contract will say that this is an autographed copy of your book and I gave it to you. And so what, what NFTs do is it builds provenance to your fungible assets. So like, let's say that Kobe Bryant has an autograph basketball that he left to his heir, And he did a lot of work for charity. And we're going to take this autograph basketball and attach the physical asset to a digital NFT. Um, well, after that's done, we can not only track on the blockchain, like where it came from, we can show the cert- uh, certification of authenticity within the smart contract, but that digital token cannot be destroyed. Um, unless you put in the smart contract, you can actually mint the NFT so that they can be destroyable. So you can make them non-transferable, non-destroyable, and, you know, and non-burnable. There's all sorts of things you can add on. Um, smart contract is just us coding in and telling it what to do. So that's the reason that NFTs are so vast and why people get so overwhelmed with it because it's literally anything that's non-fungible anything, you're going to get married and it's going to be a non-fungible token. You know, you're going to get STD results and it's going to be a (laughs) non-burnable NFT token baby that was your birth certificate that's an identity factor you know when you get an oil change in your car that builds provenance to your car you know when you go to sell it you know and so that's also going to be a non-fungible asset you know and so it's really insane like the the thing of it is is artists really get this right now intelligent artists really can connect to nft technology and the reason for that is because like they're doing all of this work. Like this is by VESA, like VESA did this and like they're doing all of this work. And then people are taking a picture of the Mona Lisa and you know, they're getting credit for it. Like they're selling this stuff. But with NFT technology, like you can show that I own this JPEG, but it's not only JPEG. Like I own this song, but it's not only that. You can own the copyright to it. So you can catch someone outside if they are using your art and trying to monetize off of your stuff. NFT that, you know, NFT those dance moves. My buddy, um, Snap Boogie, NFT the first dance move because Saturday Night Live, stole his dance moves and put it on there never monetized him never asked him to come on saturday night live and then Fortnite did exactly the same thing to him so guess what now every time they do the snap booking move they owe my friend money because he copyrighted that move that's why nfts are and very very important for now and the future moving forward Mm, mm, mm. amazing amazing okay
0: So what's your, what's your project now that you're doing with the NFTs?
1: Everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about everything.
1: I'm just non-fungible turning around, I guess. (laughs) And telling those mom jokes on the way, my partners are going to be so embarrassed, let me tell you. But um, yeah, I actually co-founded the Nifty Token with seven other experts in the field. There's eight of us. Um, We go from, all of us are either white hackers or privacy experts. Um, I've been a blockchain strategist for seven years, and then we have the number six blockchain architect from Canada on our team, um, an AI expert that helped start the Blockchain Association in 2012, and then we have famous video game makers and viral video game makers, Hitsense. They did The Godfather, which was the highest grossing software video game in history, and they were what was termed the first generational um. Uh, game makers with Stickman. So they've made video games that actually my children are playing that I played when I was in college when they were making them. So Yeah, it's so cool. This is another thing I've heard about with, with uh, NFTs and gaming
0: is being able to like, you know, now we can go in and I'm not much of a gamer, but you can go in and play games and like you'd have a character And then you build out, like in Minecraft, you build out the whole world and you have these characters, whatever, right? But you don't own anything with that. Like, it's just Minecraft getting to do Minecraft, right? But from what I'm understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, because again, this is kind of new to me as well. um, You're like, there's now games coming in through the NFT world where it's like, okay, I'm going to buy my character. And now I own my character and I'm going to have a sword, but I own it. And you're actually building out assets, as you gain, as you game that are actually valuable that eventually you could sell. Like, and as you build out these, uh, you know, communities or whatever else you're building, at the end, you actually have an invest. You've invested, whereas now, like as you said, my kids are be playing the games, you are putting the money, but you're never going to get that money back. You know?
1: <laughs> nope. No, yeah. And with blockchain, like these are and NFTs. These are investments, and it's actually the future of business too. Because think about it, like all of these kids and and a lot of adults game too. Um, and it, it's, it's absolutely fantastic, because we have what you call voxels. And there's all these little tiny different creations. So you know how you see this is like, this is terrible, and I hate it. But here you go. Like, you know, we've got the Beats by Pro right so that that's super hip that looks super cool right well that's actually if they did a visual a digital video game those beats by pro could be an nft voxel and so people could buy those and then stick it on their thing and the businesses could make money off of that or the artist that designs the voxel to wear in the video game will make money off of it That that's the future of advertising you know lace chips and and you know nba and stuff are going to be in all these video games. And, you know, they're just going to be throwing merchandise around everywhere in the video games. And because people aren't watching TV anymore, you know, they're TiVoing or it's not TiVo anymore. It's Netflix now. I'm so old, (laughs) you know, and so, (laughs) whoops, we just told my
0: age. No, are there still people? I know still people who are like totally cable and TiVo. Yeah, I got it. I don't, I,
1: I, I I do that. Yeah. No, I don't know. (laughs) but. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, it, NFTs are totally like, that's totally the future of advertising. And you think about it psychologically and that's going to pass through because you're just going to see it, you know, and it's, it's really cool. And what we're doing at Nifty Token actually is a solution. We're the first currency for NFTs. Mm. And what we're doing is we derive this solution because we wanted to bring reputation we saw a lot of people abusing the NFT space and abusing really respectable artists. And so we wanted to eliminate some of that. And so we're actually a cryptocurrency um, that's backed by USD, and you will be able to stake and allocate starting on November 2nd with the Nifty token. You can go to niftytoken.io, and um, and when you go on there, sorry, like I said, on starting on November 2nd, you'll be able to upvote or allocate Nifty token to your favorite artist, and then when the the NFT is sold. The artist actually will get 90% of their sales when we open our platform in December. That's called Balbo. Uh, I know this is a lot of information. I know I'm like, I'm trying to, t- t- I'm, I'm taking, I'm like, I'm thinking of the questions because I'm a little confused already. Go on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Go so Keep going. Nifty, Nifty token is for reputation building, so you'll be able to stake and allocate on there. Um, and the reason that you'll want to do that is because, like, say that you go and you list, uh, you list an NFT, okay, and you list your NFT here. And let's on other platforms and stuff. If you're not using anything, they're just going to see that. And let's say a lot of people like your NFT that you listed, but one, maybe they couldn't afford it. Or, you know, two, they just didn't really have a place for it in their life, but they like you, they respect you. They want to support you. Well, there was no way to like upvote them, you know, without actually purchasing that, you know, and just making them a really big deal, like just really diving in. But people so you're are- saying, oh wait, So
0: you're saying, let's be clear. So you're saying like, let's just say, um, I put out a, an, an NFT, I am an artist, or I put out a song or I put out some content, right? And I have mm-hmm. people, people who are listening to the show and they want to support me. So what you're saying is that you that you're giving them a chance to like buy into the thing, right? Is that what you're saying? You're buying into my content or my support or my podcast.
1: Right. Um, if you list an okay, say you list one of your podcasts as an NFT, then if you own Nifty Token, you could uh, your fans could use Nifty Token to allocate towards that NFT even though they wouldn't want to buy it because obviously if we put your podcast on an NFT platform, it would sell for $10 million. Right. Obviously, obviously, because everybody (laughs) loves you. And that's the honest to God truth of what the value is in that. And so, you know, but you know, I can't afford that. Sorry. (laughs) So, you know, and, but what I am going to do is I'm going to be like, man, I got a thousand dollars here in Nifty and I'm going to put that towards her because I really believe in what she's, doing. And then hopefully 10,000 people will follow behind me and advocate you as an artist. Well, what that does is it just like on Facebook, it shows the likes and it shows the upvote, but I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. Now, the cool thing about that is my money is returned to my mouth when your NFT sells or it doesn't sell because the money immediately goes back to me. 90% of the sales will go to you for your NFT and then 7.5% of those sales from your actual NFT will go for the people that believed in you and upvoted you. And ah,
0: so, so I make some money from, since they gave me money to say, thank you, I support you. Mm-hmm. And then when it sells, they also get money back. Mm-hmm. And that automatically happens. They don't even have to know about it. Right. For um, in the original investment.
1: Yeah. For the investment plus 7.5% of those sales. And then um, our platform will take 2.5% in transactions um, for all the marketplace fees, which is the lowest in the industry. And also we have a white glove service, but because people can't really figure out how to do all this. So since we are experts and we've been in this for a really long time, we white glove everything for you guys for free. And nobody else, or people are doing that in concierge services. And I think like one of the decks, somebody sent me, uh, it had a $10,000 listing service or like 60% of the NFT sells. And I'm like, that's cute. We'll help you. It don't cost you anything. We're just trying to be nice.
0: Wow. <laughs> I'm like, my mind is spinning. I'm like, Sam, we're going to have to have a conversation about what I'm putting onto this platform and like, what I'm going to make an NFT about. Hmm.
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, everybody should be thinking about NFTs and everybody asked me where to get started in NFT technology. And I like to tell them, you know, what you think about what you're doing right now. What do you love? What are you good at? What are you inspired by? Because that in itself has some sort of non-fungible asset or identity to it. You know, I really love cooking and spending time with my children. Like that's my favorite thing in the whole world. And, you know, like we we've made some art projects and stuff, and like we've actually we've NFTed some of our art just for fun. You know, because we can't always take it with us, you know, like when we move, we travel a lot, you know, and so, you know, we try to pick up and, you know, do our projects and stuff and then give it to somebody. And, but we like to have memories of it. So why not just make memories into NFTs? We're not trying to sell them. You know, we're just trying to back them on the blockchain. Um, I was a hospice nurse for 13 years and, you know, think about having like, funeral services digitally backed up and all those beautiful pictures like my grandmother passed away last year and I'll never get to see those photos again I don't have them, you know nobody has them, and if the service was given within an NFT everybody that spent time with that woman would be able to look at this memoriam you know PowerPoint presentation, honoring this loved one for eternity, you know, and that's a really beautiful thing in my opinion.
0: So is it hard? Is it easy or hard? I mean, I'm, I'm like, it feels challenging to like, take your, your thought. Okay. So let's just say for that example, right. You just want to put some pictures on and your average person listening to this, how would that, like, what are the steps that someone has to even take to do that? Is it simple, easy? Do they need to reach out to you? What happens? (laughs)
1: <laughs> um well I'm actually building the platform so if they wanted to if they wanted to actually ment something um we we could definitely get them in touch with somebody that can do some very beginner intercept menting. um I would recommend going to like bloggeeks.com and looking up and really watching Gary V stuff um, there's a lot of tutorials on how to mend and how to get involved. I would just really double check your sources, you know, and make sure that they're pretty unbiased. They're not trying to sell you anything. Um, and just really kind of read up. Um, it really kind of depends what your goals are with NFTs to how hard or how easy it's going to be. I know that sounds silly, but like, if you're just trying to back up something, a picture or something, it's very easy. To to reach out to somebody that works in NFTs and just have them make you something very inexpensive, uh, you know, that you just wanna back up some photos on a blockchain. Now, if you're wanting to deploy like a marketing project or you have like, you know, some really special art, you know, or like you wanna do something in the NFT space and make something digitally and physical at the same time, you know, that takes a little bit of planning and effort. There's a lot of Q and A that goes Into NFTs because sadly, NFTs are virtually everything that's non-fungible. Everything. I mean, even as humans, we're non-fungible assets. (laughs) And so, you know, uh, we just really have to go over the like your goals to, um, to get started. You do have to have a basic knowledge today of cryptocurrency. So you would have to have, you know, a MetaMask or, you know, Anchor or whatever blockchain that you're minting on. You'd have to know a little bit about that. And you would have to know how to have access to get and interact with the currencies there. Got it. So then assuming that we have that
0: knowledge, Um, where do we, so you said like reach out to somebody, where do you even find somebody to reach out to do this?
1: Um, again, that kind of depends on the goals. I mean, if you're just wanting to purchase um, and collect, you would go to the marketplaces. If you're wanting to mint, um, the marketplace that you would go to would be dependent on what you're wanting to mint. Um, If you want to mint physical art, you would want to go to a higher end marketplace. Um, You know, if if it was a luxury item, especially if it's just digital art or, you know, you're, you're just toying with digital stuff with content your kids.
0: or things like that
1: yeah you would go to different blockchains and i can't specifically tell you where to go because again it's all dependent on what your goals are and then your knowledge of minting too because you can mint it all on ipfs if you're super technical you know um if you're not technical they have blockchains where you're just signing up with social media um and you know just kind of very clicking stepping it but again some of those solutions aren't right for some of the things that people want to. So there's a lot of research that goes in. Now, the fact that that explanation was impossible and sucky um, is the reason that the NFT space um, is working so hard. Like we're trying to de- derive solutions. Um, the platform that I'm building here in the next few months, I mean, we really want Apple pay to NFT to go to bed and be happy. I mean, that's our end goal. That's what we're working with Hit Sense with right now. You know uh, we want it to just be very, keep it simple, stupid. You know, yep. because we, since NFTs are everything, there should not be such a huge gateway or, you know, go through this massive lines of communication and education and efforts just to be able to own something that is the future. And it is very important. And so we're deriving all of those solutions um, right now. If you just cannot wait, if you just cannot wait to mend something, you know, I would say just reach out to if you if you want to if you feel comfortable, reaching out to me. Me and Joyce Chow are writing a book together on NFTs. Um, You know, we're super happy to help direct you. I'm launching a luxury goods service that has a white glove service in it. Now, my white glove service, we believe I I write only unbiased tech and then I offer solutions and I just hope that people want to take my solutions, but I don't expect them to. So our white glove service that we will provide, uh, um, we won't always list on our platform if it's not right for the artist, you know, that doesn't build uh, mass adoption and that doesn't, that doesn't reflect well on me and it definitely definitely doesn't benefit the artist when I just want to benefit off of them. And so our white glove service, uh, we will walk you through or one one of our employees will walk you through all of that and you know really figure out what you want to do and get you where you need to be if that's if that's your goal, we'll help you out.
0: Perfect. You're amazing. Um okay so let's get like this to the crux. If somebody wants to get into nifty and they want to buy their token after the 2nd of November, which this show will be out after the 2nd of November anyway, soon after. I don't, it'll be, this will be out sometime in November, I do believe. Um, so if they're wanting to come, they're going to come on to, where are they going to buy their token? How do they, how's that going to happen? Do they go on to a exchange?
1: Yeah, you can go, actually, the the best way to do it would be go to niftytoken.io. It's nftytoken.io. And then you can buy the, at the top, there's a buy nifty button. It'll directly take you to the Uniswap exchange currently, but we will be listing on multiple different exchanges. So this is just our very early. This is our launch. We're babies. (laughs) We did a fair launch. So that means that all of the owners put their money where their mouth is. We all put in at least $10,000 of our own money to build our liquidity pool. In three weeks, we built over 2.7 million. So yeah, we took, thank you. Thank you. We took this very seriously. Um, we only reached into our internet work to start this off. We haven't done or paid for any PR marketing, nothing. It's just all been friends and family like this And um, so now is definitely the good, a great chance to consider looking into it. We started at 10 cents. We have already hit 60 cents.
0: Boom. Off to (laughs) to get some nifty. Off to get some nifty. Yes.
1: (laughs) Nifty is spiffy. My partners are so embarrassed. I know. (laughs) um okay so that's number one so you can go on to
0: nifty nifty token.io not.io is that that right Um, and get your nifty and if they want to follow you to be able to know about you creating this other platform to be able to get minted into nifty into nfts sorry um where do they find you what happens Um, for that how do we do that
1: Um, you can keep updated on our telegram channel. You can come visit us on social media where I didn't know you have a telegram channel. What's your telegram channel. Oh, We've, uh, we've got a lot of Telegram channels. I've launched a few projects, so, but Nifty Token is pretty hopping right now. And we do have a Belbo channel. Um, we've got a couple of event channels too, and women in blockchain channels. So the ladies in here that do want to be involved and learn more about this, um, there's a fantastic decentralized community of women that just support each other uh, for nothing except for like, let's all learn and get to the type together because money and tech are all men and so you know it's always really great to join those communities and um, women in blockchain foundation women in blockchain global is Tessie Marins that's a fantastic one I'll make an introduction with you to her because I think you guys would be really good friends and she works in DeFi too thank you so yeah, definitely reach out to those places. And then I'm at Elise Sam on everything from everywhere. I'm very easy to find. There's only one other person in the world with this name. So <laughs> And it's A-L-Y-Z-E or A-L-Y-Z-E,
0: right? That's what I'm saying, right? Um, S-A-M. So that you guys know as you're hearing, because I know if you're listening, you might not have heard the Z, not the S. Um, So, okay. Is there anything else that you would like to leave people with today? I mean, this this was huge. I hope that, I mean, for those of you who are listening, I know that I have an intro level of a podcast into the crypto space and- uh, at least probably just blew your mind out of the water and you probably have no idea what she's saying, half of the things, if you're new to the space. And that's okay. Like the thing that I always say about learning new things in the space and having someone come and talk to us about technological things is congratulate yourself for being here and go and learn more, right? Like this is the whole point of all of this. Every time I am open to a new thing because crypto is evolving so fast. So every time I'm opened up to a new space into a new experience and to a new like, Uh, it's like a new language, right? And each aspect of this is a new language. I just invite you all to go and learn more, right? There's YouTube channels, go and follow Elisa on any of her channels, go into these telegram groups, go into, I'm assuming, do you have a discord group as well? Discord channel? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So so discord, for those of you who don't know, like if you're wanting to learn more about crypto, um, almost any project in the crypto space has a discord group and there's usually amazing communities in there and there's people in there to ask all the questions and a really good community will answer your questions <laughs> those are the communities that you want to get involved in if it's a dead community with no discord and no telegram and there's no answers walk away you probably want to don't want to be there right um and so this is the beautiful thing about it remember like blockchain and crypto we're peer-to-peer we're doing this together and so uh just get involved just start learning start digging into this and like, go and find all the things, write down the stuff in here that you didn't understand and go, okay, so what does that mean? What does that mean? And go find further. Um, So on that note, is there anything else that you would love to wrap this up with?
1: Man, you guys don't have to look any further. You can send them, I'm going to send you a digital copy of my book, and they can have the copy of my stablecoin book for free. And then, if they need any help with NFT technology, like I said, just reach out and, like Carrie said, jump in those telegram rooms. And I don't want anybody ever to feel stupid because, yeah, I feel really bad. Like I go on shows that are not in the cryptocurrency world, and we forget that, you know, <laughs> we use a lot of buds. Words and you know, and they seem kind of flashy, and it all makes sense to us. And I'm really sorry about that. I do have no, to don't apologize, don't, don't apologize. Well, it's been amazing. No, but- but no amazing. we want to. I think that the people in the DeFi community need to apologize for that because like it's 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 hard to enter when we're flashing all of these fancy words at people. It it may not make them feel so comfortable and they may feel afraid to ask questions. But I want you to know um you know none of us ever think that anybody's stupid. You have to remember that I was a nurse. Like I am literally a nurse and I'm not even, I tell people I wasn't even a real nurse. I'm a hospice nurse. So my job was to kill people. Come on, you guys, like seriously, like that's a total joke. I loved my job to bring people to the other side. It was very spiritual. Like, I think it made me so much more of a better person. And so I apologize for that sick joke, but <laughs> you know i i definitely was not a surgical or a neurological nurse like you know this is something that is a very you know is a little difficult to learn but the thing of it is it is the future and right now nfts are like the internet in 1978 Like, did you have the internet in 1978? I wasn't quite born yet. It was right after, but you know, um, I wasn't there yet. And the thing of it is, it's a lot of people, it's just NFTs are not going to click this is also Facebook in 2005, you know, it didn't click. People thought this was stupid. And now your grandma uses Facebook and she can't live without it. Right. You know, my grandma thought I was stupid because I got on Facebook when it was face smash, you know, like she <laughs> thought I was crazy and it was so right. You know, I don't want you guys to be scared, like reach out. And the only stupid question is the one you did not
0: ask. ask. Absolutely.
1: That's the only way you are going to lose in this game is you don't ask that question. You guys, everybody wants you involved join in. Yes, 100% because it
0: is, you know, this is the future. And I think there's so many people that I know I have been putting podcasts out to help people overcome the fears because there's so many people who are afraid of this space or think it's some like, Uh, I don't know the right word, like scammy, sleazy, you know, all the words that we've heard to, to utilize. And I'm like, you and I look at it like this is the future. There is no other way, you know?
1: And, you know, I have to say to that scammy thing, not to go on, but, you know, the people that feel that way have an absolutely right way to that. That's the right way for them to feel because they don't understand it. Um, You know, it it takes people a couple of times, the people that actually like know Bitcoin and like they understand blockchain technology, they didn't understand it the first time they saw it. And if they did, it's just because they were a super technical person and they've lived on the internet their entire life. I grew up on IRC like I didn't have friends I grew up on the internet and it took me about two to three times that I was like blockchain medical records, you know, like I was like, Oh my God, insurance payments. I was like, I was thinking like a nurse because I, you know, I helped own a home health agency. And so I wasn't thinking money. I don't understand money. Stable coins are hard for me because I'm like, what the what the f- that's fiat, Fiat's crazy. <laughs> fiat is not working. It's broken. Y'all broke it in the 70s and threw it in the trash. You know, like Bitcoin blockchain, you know, math, the mathematical equation here, and how we get to that is what I understand. And NFTs are a free for all right now And if you don't understand them that's okay because we don't understand them either. We're experimenting. we're learning And the people that are telling you that there are NFT experts, I'm sorry NFTs have been around since 2012 unless you coded namecoin back in 2012, you're not an expert until next year 10 years. So you know let's let's just take a step back. We're all learning this is all brand new. Um, everybody's scared, you know, we don't know where it's going, but we definitely know that it's the future because we can see all the, the buildup behind it, top shots, you know, all these crazy artists are coming in. So, you know, Amazing. what I would say is just be careful and then also just be educated and don't lose that education. You know, just make sure you're reading up. It doesn't take more than 20 or 30 minutes a day to keep up on the news. totally. Totally.
0: All right, miss. Thank you so, 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 so much. This has been an absolute mind-blowingly amazing pleasure and honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope anyone who's listening, have a wonderful day, evening, morning, wherever you are in this world until next week. When I see you on the show again, I will see you later. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you love what you heard, please help us get this message out to more people because together we rise. Please review it, subscribe to the show and share on social media. When you share, please tag me. On Insta, I'm at Carrie Norley and on Facebook, I'm facebook.com forward slash Keri Norley one or Carrie Kaplan Norley is my official name there please come and connect with me on social media and say hello. I love hearing from my listeners and thank you so much for your support. I'm so excited to help you bring in the new wealth.